Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, the agent of love, Reverend Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Yes, I am your favorite grace girl, the daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ what it truly means to being love in action. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to all of my Being Love in Action podcast family. For those who come back week after week, I thank God for you. And of course, if this is your first time tuning in, I thank God for you as well. I am your host and I am so excited about this week's podcast. We are going to be doing a series, right? I haven't done a series in a while, but when God speaks, of course, we must listen, right? Well, I'm going to be doing a six-part series on Psalm 27. And the title of this series is The Mindset of the Fearless. And we're going to be looking at Psalms 27 as we dig into Psalms 27 about the mindset of the fearless. And there's a few characteristics I want us to be mindful of that we're going to cover. And those four characteristics of the mindset of the fearless are these four things. The first thing is that those who have the mindset of the fearless, they are rehearsers of who God is to them. The second thing, they remember God's history in their lives, in the past as well as the present. And then thirdly, they request of God his promises to fulfill his word. And that arrives from the mindset, not requesting of God as if he owes us anything. But in Jeremiah 1 and 12, God is speaking to Jeremiah and he's reminding Jeremiah, for I am watching to see my word is fulfilled. So when I say here requesting of God, it is when those with the mindset of the fearless can bring God's words back to him so that he can fulfill whatever it is he said to his people. And then the fourth thing and the last thing is those that have the mindset of the fearless, they are rejoicers. That means they praise God, admonish him anyhow. So yes, this is going to be so exciting. It is going to be juicy. We're going to get into it. And I'm excited because I tell you, God has been blessing me personally. I always say when God gives me something to share with the people of God, he always deals with me first, whether it's good, bad, it challenges me or whatever it is. And this series is really, really blessing me. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. So as we prepare to get into this, the first thing I want to do is ask the question to you. And you know me, I like to put those things out there because I want us to be mindful of what we're talking about and how it affects our lives. The question is, how do you begin to set yourself up to having a fearless mindset? How do you begin to set your yourself up to having a fearless mindset? 
mindset? And here's the answer of the question in the in the context of it is a gauge. Amen. And here's the answer. How do we begin to set ourselves up to having a fearless mindset is the basis of the foundation of how you have a fearless mindset is relative to the position God has in your life. In other words, who is God to you on a personal level? So the question was, how do you begin to set yourself up to having a fearless mindset? And the answer that I'm posing to set you up is that depends entirely on your personal relationship with God. In other words, who is God to you? Amen. So the purpose of this series and today we're talking about, again, the mindset of the fearless. This is the first part of the series is to show you that God gives us and offers us hope. But to walk confidently in God's hope, we must understand only God's presence in our lives will help us to conquer the fear we experience in life. Amen. And one thing we know about it, God can deliver us and we know that we walk in deliverance, but it does not mean that the old slew foot enemy devil Beelzebub whatever you want to call him is not going to try amen to bring those very things back to us and the author of this is psalmist the psalmist David now in many of the psalms and you know me whenever you know this is your first time to the podcast we don't like to assume that everyone is even a believer in Christ or they even are familiar with the bible So we always try to make it practical for you and also give you an opportunity to have a little understanding, a history. I don't like to think, and even though I know with all of the the, the audience that we have that are international, I'm quite sure there are many theologians that listen. Amen. So we want to make sure we are giving everyone, no matter where they start out in understanding and knowing the word of God, that they at least have a foundation to start or to understand. David was the king. Amen. And in this particular psalmist psalm, lyrical, which is a lyrical, maybe lyrical song, lyrical poetry ode that uh, David and some of the other authors. But David was the main author of many of the psalms. Amen. And so in this psalm, it's not said to know exactly at what period in, in his life that David was literally writing this song or singing it. It's not really sure because we're not sure if it was when he was still David the shepherd or shepherd boy, or was it during the time when he was anointed as king, but not actually walking in his kingship? Or was it when he was actually anointed as king and walking and operating as a king? There were three stages in his life when it led up, before it led up to David literally walking in his purpose. Amen. And so here, David, we're not sure, but the reality of David's life was that there were many times of trouble from his enemies. David was always being pursued, whether it, when he was a shepherd and he was tending to the sheep and he had to beat off the, the lions, the tigers and bears or whatever the animals, uh, he was always tested. And then during the time he was anointed, but not actually operating as a king, his life was always in danger. Someone was trying to pursue him 
to stamp out his life. I know that may sound a little bit familiar to some of us. And, you know, uh, 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 we all have had those moments. And sometimes some of us walk in the same kind of thing that David did. There is always something going on in our lives that the enemy is trying to take us up out of here. But we know that we serve a true and living God. So this psalm here in Psalm 27 really is about David walking in his confidence in God. David is demonstrating to us in his confidence. Watch this. The mindset of the fearless. You got to understand David is quite the right person or, or the right specimen or the right one to study because David by far was one of the characters in the Bible that literally always had someone uh, or something attacking him. David was one where there were many trials in his life. And we are able to understand that in order for him to make it through those storms and through those trials, through those dark moments was there had to be in his mind as well as in his heart that he was not going to be afraid. Amen. And so as we look at this psalm, 27 and the first part of the series we're just going to stay on the first verse amen I know that's a a, a little bit of strange you know usually but you know the way God and you know me I, I you know you guys are family and I can be very honest with you and if you listen to the podcast for the first time you'll understand we are very personal here and personable and we deal with the realities of life and we go through this word to help us make it through amen and so you know I have to just be obedient to what God is giving me and so he just stopped me at at verse one for the very first part of the series but I promise you it is so much meat it is so juicy that y'all gonna be hollering and praising God with me after it as well amen so Psalms 27 we're just looking at verse one so we're gonna ver break down verse 1a and verse 1b in in this series amen and here's what it says the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And I am reading from the NIV translation of the Bible. Here the psalmist David starts off by rehearsing his words and heart who God is to him. David is speaking. He's singing. He's praying. He's rehearsing who God is from a place of confidence. Oh my. He is literally saying, God, you are my light and God, you are my salvation. And remember, I set it up from you in the very beginning. David was always in the hot seat because he always had an enemy pursuing him. What is he saying? He said, the Lord is my light. He's starting it off as the Lord is my light. The very first thing you recognize that David is acknowledging his God. David makes it personal. He says, my light. Very early on in the psalm, we see very clearly David has a personal relationship with God. Not only is there a personal relationship, he refers to God as his light. 
Now watch this. Light dispels darkness. Therefore, because of God, David does not fear the darkness. He does not fear the dark times because his God, remember he made it personal. His God is his light. David is filled with the light of his God. Remember, we're talking about the mindset of the fearless, the mindset of the fearless. Here's the question I ask you. Can you honestly say today in confidence that God is your light? You don't have to answer me right now. I don't want you to answer me. I know you might be talking back and saying, well, woman of God, listen, you don't have to answer me, but I want you to think about it as we continue to go through this, this um, podcast on today. Here's a nugget. You can't say in confidence that God is your light if you have never experienced the light of God personally. I'm going to repeat that nugget again. You cannot say in confidence that God is your light if you've never experienced the light of God personally. It's like me saying to someone, you know, I love, uh, you know, I love Burger King. Burger King is my favorite burger, right? And I'm going to just use that a Burger King as an example. I don't know. God gave me this. And, you know, maybe it's just the simplicity of it. And how can I tell you that in confidence if I've never eaten Burger King before in my life? Yes, I've eaten a burger before, but I've never eaten a, a Burger King hamburger. How can I tell you in confidence that it's my favorite? So we are very clear early on seeing that David is setting the tone of the mindset of being fearless. He's rehearsing in a lyrical poet song owed his confidence in the God he personally knows because of his experience as the light in his life. He experienced God as his light. Amen. And then it says, he says, God is, he says, first, God is my light. Then he says, God is my salvation. David in confidence is referring to his personal experience with God as his rescuer, his, his, his rescuer. Salvation in the Hebrew refers to deliverance. I want you to understand this. David's life was filled with enemies and adversaries of his kingdom and his own kingship, people that were related to him, his children, his family. I mean, it was all around him. They were constantly seeking to destroy him and kill him. And all the time, he could not maintain his kingdom nor his kingship if he had a fearful heart, could he? If he allowed all those things all the time. And that's why, you know, I know we call each other queens and kings, but everybody ain't a king and everybody ain't a queen because heavy is the head that wears the crown. You got to be able to have a mindset, a fearless mindset. If you want to walk in the authority that God has for you, ooh, beloved of God, you cannot see God as the light. If you don't recall in your life how he's brought you over every time and every time and every time. See, only light can dispel darkness. And if you've never had light in your life, how can you say that God is your light? Remember, we're talking about the mindset of the fearless. 
How could David rule his kingdom if he was always fearful? He wouldn't be able to use his wisdom. He wouldn't be able to discern. He would be filled with anxiety and everything else. He would, And watch this. It's not to say that he didn't experience some of those things just like we do. I battle. I, I wrestle with anxiety at times in my life. If I'm be, being honest. I have to deal with I have to work through anxiety in my life. And maybe if you're listening, you've had to work through it as well. Whatever it is, maybe you have to have had to work through depression. You know, I always tell people I'm a mental health advocate. Yes, I believe in the science of medicine and I'm grateful for medicine and all the sciences. But I'm also uh, grateful for mental health scientists, you know, those clinical therapists and psychiatrists. So listen, even in depression. Sometimes in all these things we experience, you know, prayer may not be enough. We may need to get some medical attention. We could believe that God can heal us and still go to the doctor. We can walk in the idea of being healed, but we still go and take our treatments or whatever it is we need and still stand on God's word. Sometimes it may be instantaneous and sometimes it may be a, a, a long walk, a long road, but you're still believing in God and still taking the necessary steps in conjunction of your faith with science. And confidence, David, David was able to maintain not fear. And you got to remember, based on his personal experience with God, delivering him time after time. So here's the question. Can you recall in your life where God rescued or he dispelled the darkness from around you? And the circumstances in your life where you could not see your way out or you even thought you could possibly die? How many times, you know, and let's be honest, I've been there. And David been there so many times. And that's why he begins the song by saying the Lord is my light and my my light. And he is my salvation. And whom shall I be afraid? Remember, we're talking about the mindset of the fearless. David starts off letting us know that one of the main characteristics we talked about was you got to be able to rehearse who God is to you in confidence. Rehearsing means to simply encourage yourself. And then one be the last part of this, this, this verse. David continues by saying, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? What is a stronghold? If you look up the definition of a stronghold in the dictionary, it says that it is a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. It is a place of security. And when you think about it from a physical standpoint, those things that it's related to are, are, are a fort. When you say a stronghold, it's you, people go to a fort, a castle or a fortress. See, David is saying here in confidence. See, the mindset of the fearless has to be one of confidence. And in that confidence, you got to be able to rehearse through the word of God or in that moment who God is to you. 
Sometimes that's all we have when we're in the crucibles of life. You know, when that darkness is all around you. I don't know what it is, what you may have experienced, but we all have had some dark times when we didn't even think we would make it. I'm talking about some real times when we were in situations. I don't know about you, but when I look back over my life, I'm so grateful. Because in those dark times, God surely was my light. In those dark times, he was my deliverer. Have he ever delivered you from something you thought was going to take you out of here? Has he ever delivered you from a place in your life when no one knew what you were dealing with but you and God? Have you ever walked in a place of darkness when you wanted to give up and check out? And there was some light whether it was God uh, uh, illuminating himself to you or using someone to come and encourage you, bring you to the doctor, bring you to the hospital, speak words with you, stand with you and cry with you, stand with you and pray with you. See, God is such a God that he uses people to be a blessing to us. He is the owner of the earth and the fullness thereof. He can do all things if you believe in him. See, God is that stronghold. He is that fortress. He is that safe place. Because in God, you can rely on that he will never leave you nor forsake you even in the darkest of times. Yes, beloved of God. The mindset of the fearless. You got to be able to rehearse who God is to you, beloved of God. Are you rehearsing who God is to you? Do you really know who God is? Has he ever done anything for you? Come on. See, you got to testify to who God is to you. That's how David was able to be in confidence. He was encouraging himself. And I want to believe it was in one of those dark moments. Can you rejoice in God right now? Because you can remember when he brought you through. Can you remember when you wanted? Can you remember who God was? Can you rehearse it to yourself? Can you encourage yourself in God? See the powerful point of verse one. He sets it off. He says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He's saying, who, who am I going to be afraid of? I got the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings as my savior. And then he says, he's my stronghold. He's my stronghold of my life. God is my protector. Who, why should I be afraid of my enemies? David had to go back and remember when he had to fight off Goliath with men who had swords and swords and had years of warrior skills and years of being soldiers. See, David took what he had too many times. We we try to think we got to have all this extra stuff. When you have faith in the God that you serve, he'll make you slay the biggest giant with a stone in your hand. Ooh, beloved of God. 
understand when God is your light and your deliverer. You can slay the giants in your life in confidence. You don't have to be afraid. I know, I know. Yeah, we all get weary sometimes. We're human, but we don't have to stay in those places. We can walk up out of those places in the confidence of God, no matter what. Facing it, knowing that we have a deliverer. And in the words of David, I'll leave you with this again. If God is your light and he is your salvation and he is your stronghold, who shall you be afraid of? Amen. You have nothing to fear in the name of Jesus. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that amazing? See, one thing I want to remind us on today for those who are who are believers in Christ. Let us pray right now. For those who who may who are listening to the podcast and I thank God for all of you who are all over the world that are listening. But every believer that is listening right now, I want you to begin to pray. For those who may not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because they need to experience God as light and God as their sa- sa- saving salvation and as their protector. So I want to if you're listening today. And if you don't know Jesus the Christ, and maybe you said, listen, I want to I want to know more about this man called Jesus. I want to know who he was and who he is. It's simple. You don't have to go through a whole lot of things. All you got to do is believe in your heart. Romans 10 and 9 says all you got to do is declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. It's a hard thing. Believe. And then I pray that you get connected to a local church community or small group or somewhere where you can begin to learn about the word of God. If you don't have a Bible, you can get one. If you have an iPhone, download one of the Bible apps. There are many. I use YouVersion and Gateway. But there are many that you can choose to use and begin to read the word of God for yourself. And we'll be praying for you. Amen. Listen. I thank God for each and every one of you for tuning in today. And we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Continue to tune in with us weekly right here. We're on all major streaming platforms. So whichever one you like, you can go and listen to us. Amen. And listen, we want to hear from you. Please leave us. Listen, I'll leave all of our contact information, our email, Kenya C. Williams Ministries at yahoo.com. You can follow us on our social media platforms. And also, if you want to know more about what we do and who, who we are and who I am, you can go to www.gracegirl.org. And you can also go to podcast and ch- tune in there and check out whatever platform you want to um, listen to us on. And we're also there. We like you if you need prayer. 
Let us know what your prayer request is. Email us. Leave comments for us. We look at them. We pray over that we have a wonderful intercessory team that will pray and stand with you in prayer. And I just want to know that I love you guys so much and I'm so grateful. I pray the very blessings for you and your families. And until next time, remember, and now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. First Corinthians 13 and 13. And I am the agent of love, Reverend Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Love you guys. Peace and blessings until next time. Have a blessed one.